What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be chatting all about leadership and innovation. Um, so we're going to be diving deep into like discussing the roles of leaders and like talking about enforcing, forcing. How about how about fostering? Okay, innovation um, within your company and within within your organization and within your team. Okay, so that's what we're going to be chatting about today. We're going to be talking about all about innovation, thinking outside the box, that kind of stuff. So stay tuned. Right after the theme song, we're going to queue it up right now, and we'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. So today we're going to be talking all about like innovation. So let's just kind of dive deep into this. What is innovation? Innovation is like thinking outside the box. It's it's looking forward to change. It's making things better. Right. So we've talked about in the past, we've talked about don't be a problem finder, be a solution seeker. And the the thing is, is like innovation is the same thing. It's like finding solutions for what's going on and, and what you need to. So if you're a problem creator or problem finder, right, you're not actually seeking solutions. If you're being innovative, if you're leading innovation, then you're promoting that solution seeking on your entire team. Now, let me ask you a question. And, and let me just kind of bring this up here for a second is what does that look like to you? What does it look like if you're leading innovation, if you're helping others to become innovative, what does that look like? Well, there's a lot of different ways that it looks like, right? And I'm sure that some of you have already got answers rolling through your head and you're probably spitting them out loud and not even listening to me anymore. So I'm going to give you just a second to finish your answers, right? Okay. Now that that's done. All right. Here's my idea of what it looks like to be like an innovative leader. It's encouraging others to think outside the box. So when somebody comes to you and they go, um, I, I get this. So I, I get this quite a bit. Dan, how do I do this? I don't know. Like part of me wants to be like, here's exactly how you do it. Go do it this way. And part of me is like, um, find a solution. Don't find a problem. The problem is bills didn't go out on time. The solution is I went through and checked all my customers, made sure all the invoices were right. And then I sent them out myself. Found solution, solution seeker, not problem finder. Problem finder would come to me and go, Dan, none of the invoices got sent out this month. Or Dan, there's a ton of late fees on invoices that shouldn't be there. Or Dan, there's, I can't figure out how to do this. Or Dan, what do I do with these med cards for these, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like a solution, somebody who comes to you with a solution is innovative and you want to teach that innovativeness and you don't want to just give everybody the answers. So think about this. That pause brought to you by a coffee break. Anyways, my point is, <laughs> think, think about this. If you have kids, do you want your kids to be reliant upon you or do you want them to be able to innovate ideas on their own and be kind of outside the box and forward thinking? You want them to be forward thinking. You don't want them to turn 18 and be like, oh, wow, this cell phone costs a lot of money and oh my gosh, gas is expensive and holy crap, insurance is going to make me go broke. and I've got to buy groceries? And I've got to pay rent or I've got to pay a mortgage, right? Like you don't want, you don't want to set them up for success. You, you, you want to set them up for success. Oh my gosh, that totally came out wrong. You don't want to set them up for failure. 
And, and so you're trying to teach your kids to be innovative. Well, your team is the same way as a leader. If you just always give them the answers, boom, here's how you do this. Boom. Here's how you do this. Boom. How do you do this? You're like, oh man, I feel so good. I got so much accomplished. But in the end, you're kind of like, I didn't really get anything accomplished because I still have to answer all these questions. I've created a bottleneck as a leader where everybody has to come to me to ask these questions. I haven't given them any authority on their own to go look it up, to go figure it out. I'll tell you what, you take 30 minutes, you look this up, you see if you can figure it out. You come up with a solution or possible solutions and you come back to me as to what to do. Don't come to me and say, hey, here's this problem. Come to me and go, here's a problem, here's three solutions. Which way do you wanna go? Or here's a problem, here's three solutions, this is a solution I would take, what do you think? That's even better. Because you know what happens after you do that once or twice? I go, okay, I trust you. Go do your thing. You, you, as long as it doesn't cost more than $1,000, go make it happen. Right? And and I started out with $50 or $10. Then it was $50. Then it was $100. Then it was $200. It was $250. Then it was $300. Then it was $400. Then it was $500. And now we're up to 90% of people on my team. If it doesn't cost you more than $1,000, you figure out how to make that decision and you move. And I can't wait until it's like, oh, I've got somebody like, as long as it doesn't cost a million dollars, you can do this, right? Like, I can't wait till I have that person on my team. <laughs> That's what you have to get my approval for anything big, anything over this much money, right? And I can't wait till I have that. But we don't have it yet. I digress. My point is, is like, if you're teaching people that as a leader, if you're teaching them that they have to come to you to get the answer, it may empower you, but doesn't empower them. I'm going to say that again. If you're teaching people that they have to come to you to get the solution or the answer or the okay to make it happen, it may make you feel really good and important because you're making a lot of decisions, but are you empowering them to allow this company to allow your team to be self-sustaining? My end goal, my end goal is that I could die tomorrow and my team could keep running the business. My wife could step in and she could run everything except for being this beautiful face. <laughs> yeah, she'd be much more pretty than me. But you know, you know what I mean, right? Like our, our stuff would probably go through the roof if actually I had Jenna doing these instead of me. What the heck am I thinking? Oh, my goodness. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. My point is, is that like if you're teaching people to be reliant upon you as a leader, not to be innovative, not to come up with their own solutions, not to look for those solutions. You are the problem. And I know that I just turned somebody off. There's somebody out there that's just like, Dan, that's a load of crap. I have to make these decisions. Nobody else is capable of making these decisions. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I say? Crap, 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 crap. Crapolia, more crap, and even more crap. That's what it is. That's what you're full of. That's what it's going on. And somebody just turned this podcast off because of that. But it's the truth. If you feel like you're the only one who's competent to make decisions, you are not a leader. You are a boss. Leaders empower people. Bosses suck power from them and have little servants. Okay, you don't want to be a boss, you want to be a leader. We've been through this before. Huge difference between a boss and a leader. Leaders actually, they don't have to be in the pack doing it. I, I love the little meme where the meter leader's in the front of the pack leading everybody on how to pull the cart and the boss is up there sitting with his desk with his legs up 
A real leader is over here working on another project while the team is moving the cart forward over here. And then he's building another team over here or she's building another team over here. And then as soon as that team's pulling that cart forward and they've got good guidance, then he's doing it again with something else over here and he's doing it again. And everybody's looking for solutions, right? And they're working together to make it happen. That's what a real leader does. And that's, that's like, don't take this the wrong way. But if you have an employee mindset, an employee mindset says that, oh, it'll be here tomorrow. Oh, they'll tell me what to do. Oh, I don't have to worry about this. Oh, this isn't my responsibility. Oh, I'm going to take all my vacation right now. I don't give a damn what they say. Oh, I didn't mean to say that out loud. I don't care what they say, right? Like, I'm going to do this. This is, I've earned this. I've deserved this. Blah, 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 blah. Right? All this crapola again, okay? You're not going to be a successful leader. A successful leader goes, oh, oh, I, I totally get it. Like, I already have some plan but I've got a team that can take care of this for you, right? They're finding solutions. They're not looking for problems. And I think that's the big thing that I really want to hit here with like innovation and teaching others innovation, like fostering that innovation within the organization is that you as a leader shouldn't be trying to make every decision. You as a leader should be going in and going, Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, come up with a solution for this. Bring me five different things by Friday. And when they don't hit it by Friday, what do you do? You have to have a conversation with them. As a leader, you go, hey, what happened? You're supposed to have this stuff to me by today. And if it was me, I'd have that conversation in the morning. I'd be like, hey, what happened? You're supposed to have this stuff to me by today. Are you going to get it here? I need I need it so I can make a decision. And they go, no, no, I'll get it to you next week. No, no, you'll get it to me this week. You'll make it happen. You said you'd do it. You're going to stick to your word. I'm not going to let you off. Make it happen. Figure it out. You're a big boy. You're a big girl. You want this job. You you want this career. You want to be a leader. You want to move up. You've got to do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. You're holding them accountable. Okay. And that's a whole another topic is holding people accountable. And we're going to get into that next year. That could be my next topic. Who knows? We'll see if I remember to talk about it after this or not. But my point here is like huge is that I really just want you guys to realize how important it is that you don't become the bottleneck. How important it is that you inspire others to be solution seekers, okay? Because that's huge. Now, there's a couple tips for teaching people how to be solution seekers. If you haven't got it, I've already mentioned a lot of them, okay? Throughout this podcast, we're only like 10 minutes into this. That might be a little longer with the intro song. But anyways, we're like 10 minutes into this and, and I've probably already mentioned all these once. I'm going to pause for a quick coffee break. Give me just a second. That's what happens when you record podcasts first thing in the morning. It is coffee 30. It's just a warm drink. I don't even care if it's coffee or not, to be real honest with you. Um, <laughs> I just like warm fluids. That came out wrong. I just like a warm drink in the morning, even especially in the summer. Like I don't know what it is, summer or winter. It's just nice all year. I digress. <laughs> squirrel right so here's the here's the big thing that i want you guys to realize like here's here's what it comes into let's break this down let's break down what it takes to be innovative and what it takes to be an innovative leader and to lead others to be innovative so number one you can't be the bottleneck you have to empower people you have to give them authority to make decisions now i'm not saying that you need to give them authority that's going to change the direction of the company or the team or the organization like i don't i don't need somebody to come in and go oh we're going to stop servicing people who use trucks and we're going to start selling bubble gum. That's not 
a decision I need to allow somebody to be able to make, right? Because it's, and nobody on my team is going to make that decision because I can allow them to, but they're not going to make that decision. They're going to make that direction. Does that make sense? Like I trust my team a hundred percent and my team knows that we don't want to sell bubblegum. They know that we want to serve trucking, trucking industry, like people who use trucks in their business. That's who we want to serve. Not necessarily the trucking industry. Like we work with trucking companies. Don't get me wrong, but like they know who we want to serve. They also know my key priorities for the year. Like I'm very clear that my whole priority this year is to market dot docs.com as an automated compliance solution for all sizes of companies from one driver to 10,000 drivers to a hundred thousand drivers. I don't think there's a company with a hundred thousand drivers in it, but you know what I mean? Like I, I want to market it to all these different brands and all these different areas. They know that's my vision. So I've explained my vision to them, right? They also know that we want to keep our customers happy. So they know, they, they know my expectations. They know that we want to over deliver. They know that we want to do live events. They know that we want to do this and this and this, right? Like they know what's going on as a leader. You have to be very clear with your communication. So your team knows what your goals are. You can't, you can't create goals. Okay. And expect your team to meet those goals or help you meet those goals if you don't tell them what they are. So you got to be very clear and open with, with your goals, with your entire team. Okay, so that's number one as a leader, what you have to do. And you're like, Dan, how does this innovate? How does this cause them to think outside the box? Trust me, if they don't know how, if they don't know where you're going, if they don't know the end destination, they're constantly going to be like the kids in the back of the bus going, hey, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And you just want to smack them and you're not happy. But if they know that your end destination is to is to get dot docs, to get our software, our automated software to the hands of as many people as we can this year so that we can make their lives easier and we can serve them better, then guess what? It's easier for them to help us meet our goal. It's easier for them to think outside the box. It's easier for them to go, hey, we should do an event here. Hey, have you thought about doing this? Hey, have you thought about doing this? And then bring ideas, right? And then them also... Make stuff happen. No, I haven't thought about doing a live event here. Do it. Schedule it. Make it happen. It's yours. And then they go, oh, I can't do that. Man, as long as it doesn't cost a thousand bucks, make it happen. I give you that type of permission. Keep it under a thousand dollars for a four-day event or a one-day event or whatever, right? Let's make it happen. Make it be innovative, right? Make them. Let them. <laughs> Let make. Same difference, right? <laughs> but you got you got to encourage people to be innovative. You can't encourage them to take the easiest solution, the first solution that comes up. So that means that you've got to empower them. You, they've got to see your vision. They've got to know where you want to go. They need to know the end destination on the map, wherever that is, right? Then they can work together to get to there. Number two, you got to empower them. And what I mean by empower them is, is like you have to give them the authority to make decisions. And you can start with small authority. Not everybody has to have the same authority, right? Not everybody needs to be able to make the same decisions, but you give them more authority as they prove their, as they prove their worth. Make sense? Okay. The next thing that you've got to do is, is okay. So, so you've, you've given them the, the vision, you've given them the authority. Now then you have to trust them. Now this is big and you have to get them to trust themselves. So that's number two, trust them and get them to trust themselves. That's three and four. Okay. But how do you trust them? You have to say, I trust you. And then how do you get them to trust themselves? You have to trust them. I know it sounds crazy. that Those two things go together, but you have to trust 
that they're going to do it right. You can't be like, oh, yeah, I need you to get all these event spaces for this area. And then be like, oh, yeah, I looked and look at what I found. Yeah, it's okay if you do a little bit of research, but don't don't like overstep what they're doing. Trust them. Be like, hey, did you check out this? Hey, here's a tool. Have you used this tool? Hey, here's this. Have you used this? And you can give them stuff that allows them to go out and do it. Don't be like, hey, here's 25 event spaces in this area. Right? I'm I'm guilty of stepping on my team's toes like that. I've done it before. Right? But when I empower them, they always come up with a better solution. 100%. All the time. All the time. We're going to event in Provo, Utah. Got a guy scheduling it right now. Super awesome guy on our team. And he was like, hey, he called me and we were chatting. He goes, man, every, everything's like six, 700 bucks. I was like, I bet we can find one cheaper. Let's think outside the box. And he's like, oh, okay. So he started thinking outside the box. He found one where we could bring a meal in. We don't have to use their catering service. We can bring meal in. There's no 25% surcharge. There's no bull crap that everybody else has. And guess what? It's under $300. He found a venue for half the price once I gave him permission to think outside the box. Do you see how empowering that is to him? Now then, he's like walking on his high horse because he found this event for half the price. And like, I could have probably gone and done the same thing, but then I would have had to do it. Right? I'm not even saying that I couldn't find one cheaper than that. But does it matter? No, I've empowered him. He's now thinking outside the box. The next time he plans an event, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be even better. It's going to be even better. Because, guess what? He knows what to look for. He's going to be like, oh yeah, I can get one for even cheaper than this. Oh, I know how to negotiate this. Oh, I know how to do this. Oh, and each time they do it, they gain a little bit more trust in themselves to make it happen because you trust them as a leader. Coffee break. Anyways, so so like that's the four key ingredients to building a team that is innovative. You have to give them permission to be innovative. Like that's the number one thing that so many people don't do who are in leadership roles. They go, they go in and they go, yeah, I'm helping people, but you must run everything by me first before you do this. I will not allow you to buy a pen or stroke anything on a piece of paper before you run it by me. I must approve all Facebook posts. I must approve all emails. I must do this. And all you're doing is empowering you. Do you see how many eyes were in that conversation? And yeah, I know. I That was a super awesome, like evil villain voice no i'm kidding but do you see what i'm saying though like do you see how whenever you like that doesn't empower them that empowers me that actually degrades them and it makes them less competent to do stuff on their own do you see that are you getting that that makes sense right it's crazy it's crazy but it's 100 percent true so you've got to empower them you've got to allow them to make decisions you got to allow them to mess up you've messed up a million times just like i have that's how we learn Fail, first attempt in learning. We have to allow others to fail so that they can succeed. Well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you've got a lot out of this podcast. I got to say, check out the Unlock the Secrets events. They're coming up. We're going to have websites on them all over. So so if you follow me on social media, on any of my channels, um, I don't post a lot on Twitter, but like LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm even doing TikTok stuff now, which is crazy crap. Never thought I'd be doing that, but like I do some once in a while. So Hit me up on all that stuff, like follow me, like my content, you know, share it. And that's where you're going to learn about this stuff. That's the easiest place to learn about it. We're going to be putting up 
we're going to be putting up websites for all these events as we get them going. I've already got the one up for Provo. Um, I think it's like uh, EclipseDOT.org slash ProClass or something like that. But don't quote me on that. Go check out my social media page. Guarantee there's a link somewhere on the social media page for that. We're working on updating our website to get live events on there. That's one of the things that we want to create on our page, which would be super awesome. So you can sign up for live events from our website. And like, there's just a ton of stuff going on that, that I want you to check out. So follow me on social media. Now, if you liked this episode, I want you to share it because that's the best way to get the word out. That's the best way to get others to know about it. Think about it. How do you learn about stuff? You learn about stuff when somebody else says, hey, this is awesome. So I want you to say, hey, this was awesome, and share it. Make a Facebook post, make an Instagram post, make a LinkedIn post, make a TikTok post, whatever. Tag me in the post. Real Dan Greer, okay? That's like anywhere. That's all my handles across everything is Real Dan Greer, okay? So tag me in it, all right? And then, one more thing. I want you to keep an eye out. We've got a new website coming out, and it's realdangreer.com. I know. I bought realdangreer.com. How cool is that? Some other idiot had dangreer.com and danielgreer.com. Yeah, pff, they're chumps. So I did realdangreer.com. So check that out. It's going to be coming out really soon. If it's not there, just keep checking back. I'll tell you guys exactly when it launches. That way you'll be able to see it and you'll be able to check it out. But realdangreer.com, like and share this episode. If you didn't like this, what in the world are you still doing here? Why are you wasting your time? I want to empower you to not waste your time. Yeah. And, and so like no negativeness, no nothing like that. But if you didn't like this, like why did you stick around this long? I love that you're committed, um, but be committed to something that you love. So hope that you guys like this. Hope that I didn't offend too many people today. And um, I guess if I did, oh well, life goes on. And y'all be great and inspire others to greatness. That's your goal, right? That should, that should be like your big goal. Inspire others to become more than what they are. All right. Yeah, yeah.